like Diddy, you know, we feel how we feel about Diddy, whatever. But mm-hmm. that nigga's committed to his brand. Uh, right. <laughs> like right. he's like him and Rick Ross, like this is everything. Right. Like, here I am. So I feel like, you know, looking at somehow it is, you gotta live that shit. Eat sleep shit. That shit. Right. Exactly. (laughs) Agreed. What's up? What's up, my highness queens? We are back in a brand new year, 2022. Hoping that it is nothing like 2020 because that's just, we're not, we're not going backwards. We, we are only moving forwards now. Um, and we just, I don't think we all as a collective can deal with it. So we're going to keep positive thoughts and hope that 2022 is better than 2020 and even better than 2021. Um, so the first episode of the new year, I'm so excited. I really put a lot of thought into how, who, um, I wanted to do this episode with, and I really felt like it was fitting um, to do uh, this episode at the top of the year because I feel like this is when a lot of people are setting intentions and, you know, got your planners, got your goals, got your resolutions, all of those things that come with um, a new year. So I wanted to talk about it. Um, so I brought my girl Raji on and she is a esthetician, a master herbalist, and the owner of Kush Dispensary and Pretty Kush Beauty and, of course, a bluntly black girl. This episode was so much fun recording, and it's literally everything I wanted it to be, and I hope that you guys enjoy it. Um, We talk about our 2022 intentions and manifestations, why we prioritize living intentionally, and what that means to us. Um, We also get into a little bit about SpongeBob's dedication. That's important. And, of course, Raji ends us off with some of her favorite healthy high snacks, because what is that the new year without new health goals? Um, so yeah, let's get into this episode, but before we get into this episode, I do want to ask that you comment, rate, subscribe, talk to us, let us know what you think of the episode, interact, I got a lot of new things coming, and I know I say that all the time, but we really going to make sure that 2022 is the year of Bluntly Black Girls, so talk to me, uh, send us a message, let us know what type of topics you guys would like to hear, all of that stuff, I'm always interested, and I'm always down to talk to you my um other highness queens out there so i think that's it i think that's enough let's get into these intentions ladies so let me introduce who came to smoke with me today it's my girl highness queen rashi and i just want to make sure that i pronounce that correctly yes you did okay good you were great enough to give me like the pronunciation, so that was a huge help. I I assume you know that most people pronounce your name wrong, uh, yes. so I appreciate that because I'm very big on making sure we get our names correct. Um, so Rashi is the owner of Kush Dispensary and Pretty Kush Beauty. Um, you're also a master herbalist as well, right? Yes, ma'am, I am. Yeah, I love all those things. They go very much into um, our topic today. You know, spirituality, intention, um, manifestation, all of those things. So when I saw your profile, I don't I don't quite remember how I came across it. But when I saw it, I was like, she's the one. She's the one who I'm supposed to do this episode <laughs> with. So I'm very excited to have it you is. here. Yes, 
Um, so tell us about yourself. Well, like you said, my name is Raji, and I am a product of Tuskegee, Alabama. So I'm very Southern, born and raised. Um, culturally identify as Afro-Indigenous, and I have a love affair <laughs> with cannabis. I have been with cannabis for quite some time, um, but I definitely believe that the plant applies, the healing purposes of the plant applies to all areas of our life. Um, its uses are boundless, just like all the other herbs that I use. Uh, just cannabis just so happens to be my favorite. So just like you said, I own a dispensary that sells like flower, herbs, skincare, and lifestyle products. Um, I feel like my purpose with this is to kind of spread knowledge and provide a resource. Um, just you mentioned earlier, again, my background is in aesthetics. I have a degree in salon management. I've been in the industry professionally about 15 years. And then I went and got my certification in herbalism, like, after uh, after a series of, like, little health scares and just wanting to be more natural, uh, kind of my ascension process. I just didn't want to do the typical beauty thing anymore. Um, so I just love making stuff and seeing my clients benefit from it. Right. I love that. There's, I love how there was like a progression that got you here. Like, obviously that's life, but I love when you can look back and see step A, step B, step C got me here. And yeah. who doesn't want to be with cannabis? Like, I love that you called the love affair because she kind of is my side bitch, but my main bitch. Like, yes. Yeah. Yes, exactly. I love it. Um, just curious, how did you, um, start with the, uh, become a master herbalist? Like, did you just like making teas and you said, Hey, let me go do a program or like, how'd that come about? Yeah. So like I said, like, oh, like from birth, it's like in my DNA for one, um, Tuskegee is mostly, I don't know if you've ever heard of it, but like Creek Indians, Seminole Indians, you know, different things like that. So my grandmother is full blood Indian. So we basically have always lived our lives with like natural little potions, you know, uh, you're going to do this, you do that. So from time being a youngster, just using herbs and different natural healing mechanisms, like all our life, we are mostly going to go for herbs before we go to anything else. Uh, now, as far as professionally, I did go ahead and get a certification online for it because, you know, most people, they'll ask you, especially in the South, well, how did you know how to do that? How mm -hmm. did you learn? What qualification? Right. So I did take it a step further and get the official um, certification. But I feel like it's honestly something that you keep learning over and over and over. You never really get to the point where you know everything about it. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and that's awesome. I think I think that awareness, knowing that, you know, just having, even though this is something that I've been, you know, trained in my whole life, basically, you know, raised up in having that um, awareness that some people uh, need that piece of paper that says, I know what I'm doing. Great mm -hmm. businesswoman. That's, that's that entrepreneurial mind right there telling you, like, let me just yeah. go get this because I already know it anyways and make <laughs> yeah. people feel comfortable. And then that just opens you up even to more, more clientele just for the simple fact that you have this piece of paper. So I love that. I think that's so smart. And I love the history and like you, the fact that you ain't new to this, you true to this. Like this is something you've been doing for a very long time. It makes me feel so much better. Like it feels like it was, um, I've wanted to do this episode for a really long time, but I'm like, I have to find the right person. And um, it really feels like, makes me feel like I found the right person. 
So, Yay. so I want to do a quick temp check. Uh, mental health is a huge um, component of my podcast, my uh, community here. And I just want to check in and see how's your mental health, especially at the beginning of the new year. Like, I know things can get a little crazy after the holidays. So, have you been? I have been, thank you for asking. <laughs> I have been just kind of in hibernation mode, mm-hmm. um, developing, birthing, refining myself. Um, so, I feel like it's a series of like shadow work when we go through the winter time almost. You know, you have that holiday, like, hmm, you know, mm-hmm. kind of moment, but then you know, you're excited for what's to begin. Uh, the misconception right now for a lot of people is that the new year starts itself in January when in actuality it starts itself in March, um, maybe late March, early April. So, like, during this time mentally, just kind of prepping and, like I said, refining myself, um, get myself better for the spring, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. I agree with you, and I, I am assuming um, that when you say the new year starts, you know, mid-March, that has something to do with, like, the herbal and how you're brought up and all that. But I've also always felt, like, those the first quarter is not really it. Like, I'm still, like you said, hibernating. I'm still figuring things out. Like, yes, it's the new, quote-unquote, new year, but I'm still trying to figure things out in those first, like, two months, two and a half months. But March is normally when I'm like, all right, I'm good. I'm ready to hit the ground running. I'm ready to, like really start making those changes instead of just kind of mapping out those changes and doing the behind the scene work. So just kind of, you know, when things click, that's something that just like clicked for me. Like, Oh, I see that. Um, but that's great. I, I, I'm glad that you, everyone needs that moment of restoration of, uh, again, mapping out what you need and where, where, how you're going to get to your goals. So I wish you the most clear-mindedness in all of this time so that you can uh, start your new year in March off correctly. Yes, likewise. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, so let's, you know, I just realized I haven't even smoked yet. Like, that's that's crazy to me. This is smoking yeah, podcast. Yeah, <laughs> Right, I rolled it up and I was all ready to go. And I, I look, you just intrigued me so much. That I completely forgot to smoke, and I cannot say that about a lot of people. So, no, girl, I'm telling you, the first thing I do is light up. So, let's go ahead and light up, and then let's talk about what we light up. Yeah. Cheers so to excited. you. Right. I was like, don't you just want to have like smoke sessions with random friends and just talk about some shit? So, and then thus, a podcast was born. (laughs) So, what are you smoking today? Of course, I'm smoking Kush. That's exclusive, what we keep in stock right now. And I am smoking with um, high hemp wraps. I am an organic girl. Yes. So, I'm smoking with high hemp wraps which is like CBD. It's a little independent company, but I don't know if you ever heard of them. I Mm-mm. love their raps, though. No, I haven't. So um, do you roll, is it like just the paper? And then you mm-hmm. roll it? Mm-hmm. I can't roll for I nothing. You can't. Uh-uh. It's, I've tried. I have tried to teach myself. Other people have tried. 
They have revoked my black card many a times because I just oh I cannot roll. Like I finally got it to close a few times, but then it was so loose that you really couldn't do nothing with it. <laughs> so <laughs> we all stopped like that. No worries. So I gave up, and um, when I found cones, I was like, "Oh, I just put the stuff in there and stuff it." Oh yes, give me yeah. that. They even sell like the little machines I see on like Amazon or whatever that you can just stuff it in. I yeah, like, I had the I have um a joint roller, but my nails always get in the way. Like when I'm trying to mm-hmm. put the stuff in there, and so it just becomes this big old mess and it's just a headache. I'm telling when I yeah. found the cones, it was like like the angels yeah, no. started singing for me. Whatever's easier, girl. Yeah. Cause Lord knows I'm the type of person like I can roll, but I I like take my time with it. It's mm-hmm. like almost a ritual. Like I yes. stop, get something to drink. I listen to music. Right. Like and my friends are like, "Ah, oh, can you hurry up?" <laughs> <laughs> like we try to smoke. I'm like, "No, I make it pretty." Like, like give me a minute. <laughs> this is an experience. First of all. <laughs> yes, exactly. No, my um, my it really is like a a time of peace for me. <laughs> like even if it's just a couple of minutes that I'm doing, like I zone in. And it actually relaxes me. Um, me and my brother, we will go to the club and get like a bunch of different things and then we'll roll it up and split it. And so I love sitting there rolling, like, or not really rolling because I don't know shit, but stuffing, <laughs> stuffing the cones. Yeah, okay. I'll be sitting there for like 30 minutes sometimes and just zone the hell out. And they're so pretty when they're done and I feel so accomplished. <laughs> like, yes. I did something today. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> no, it's like this book that I've been reading about cannabis and spirituality, and it's literally legit. Like, it's a whole thing in some places for, like, just a higher level experience. People, like, smoke intentionally, you know? So I started kind of ride that wave, and that's how, to me, you enjoy it more. Yes, now, yes. I'm not a group smoker like I was when I was a teenager. You know, you get together hey, you want to match, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, now it's more like, girl, I'm in my late 30s. I'm trying to get my coffee and my blood in the morning. Right, and like, so I can get to work. <laughs> like, this is about productivity. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I feel you. That actually brings me to, actually, first, I'm sorry, because um, I was about to ask you a question, and I forgot to say what I'm smoking today. So today, uh, I have one of my favorite brands, um, out here is Coastal Sun, um, and they have a strain called Kim Kardashian. I'm assuming it has some some type of Kim dog in there. Um, okay. Yeah, and it's it's good shit, good shit. And I'm I'm pretty much never disappointed when I go to Coastal Sun, and this is their their newest strain, at least that I found out here. So when I saw it, I was like, oop, my my derps. So that's what we're smoking today. Now that we've gone over what we're smoking today, um, that kind of leads us into the next uh, question I have for you. Just what's your relationship with cannabis? Like, how did you start to where you're at now? (laughs) Yeah. Um, So basically, I have been smoking cannabis since I was about 14. I am a, um, I consider myself an empath, so I take on a lot when I'm out in a space. Mm-hmm. Around and, people. Um, yeah. So I like to level myself because I always tell people I, I already, I'm going to know this shit when I'm not smoking. I mean, when I'm smoking. But when I'm not smoking, this Capricorn moon, honey, <laughs> it is like, 
Like, I'm a Pisces, I have a Capricorn moon. Girl, details, 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 details. Mm -hmm. Every fake, smooth, like, I don't miss shit but a fade, okay? Mm -hmm. I can't see. Yes. (laughs) It's a gift and a curse. Right. So, yeah, from that time of being younger or whatever, I, like, smoked because it chews me. It chews me out. I'm very, like, analytical. Like, I'm the girl that color clothes her her closet. Low key. (laughs) (laughs) A direct paradox. But I do look at it and I say to myself, I feel like if I had had somebody like me when I was younger, I would have approached my relationship with cannabis differently um, than I did initially. So I'm like 80s baby. So all these resources and stuff, we didn't have that when Mm -hmm. I was coming along. It was like, you know, your friend introduced you, you know the guy. Luckily, I'm from a small place, so I don't have the dangers of certain things. Um, but yeah, just on a deeper level, I just feel like it aligns me and it helps me be more creative. I do my best work high. I say that all the time. It's too scatterbrained when I'm not high. Girl, are we twins? <laughs> are we twins? Because people look at me crazy when I say that, and I'm like, no. I seriously, I. I do some of the best, most creative work high, and it's because I can focus on what I'm doing. But at the same time, my brain is free enough to be creative. So it's like that perfect balance. I I feel it. I hear you. It is. It, like, slows my brain down. And like we were talking about earlier, like, I just love the process of smoking. It's like meditation for me. I like to sit down and roll up. Like, I make edibles and stuff, too. It just don't let me hit like chilling with your blunt and your music going. And, yes. Oh my God. <laughs> recently, <laughs> recently, I'm like maybe, um, maybe I should try new methods of smoking, which I still am. But I keep going back to to my cones, and I'm like, you know what? Why am I trying to push myself out of my comfort zone so hard? Like, this is what works for me. This is what calms me. This is what feels good in my ritual of smoking. So just accept it, and there's nothing wrong with it. Yeah, I just tried to, like, you know, personally say, like, the type you use. So, like I said earlier, I went hunting for better wraps Mm -hmm. uh, because I have I do sea moss, too, because that helps with the smoking your lungs and clearing out mucus or whatever. But it's just like when I be smoking blunts or like regular nicotine focused products, I don't like it. It started not to agree with my body. So I just go hunting for more like healthy ways to do it, if you will. Um, like just, you know, that's how I look at it. Like I don't got a problem with that. You know, I'm not partial. Like, you know, if I have to go in the store and get, a normal rap, like I will, but if I got my choice, right? Or Why not go? Shit. Right, exactly. Yeah. Why not go with what makes us feel better? Um, mm-hmm. So, really, that's the whole topic around today's, you know, podcast. Today's episode is intentionality, being intentional um, in the new year, um, being intentional with cannabis, and just like how that can help improve not only your relationship with cannabis but your just life in general and like you said you're living proof that once you became more intentional with your cannabis use it that experience just blossomed for you yeah yeah um so let's get into our high blessings let's feel good and and affirm some things um Mm -hmm. positivity is 
huge point uh, part of the bluntly black girl community, I guess. Um, yeah. And so I, I really am trying to make an effort to speak more positively, especially to myself, because I'm not very, that's not my first inclination. So now I'm making an intentional choice to speak more uh, generously to myself. So did you want to do your high blessing, your affirmation um, first? Or you want me to do my, doesn't matter. Oh, you can do yours first. Okay. I want to hear. Okay, let me flip my little page here. Okay, so my affirmation um, that hit me this morning was I am making consistent, which is an extremely important word for me, I am making consistent progress towards my goals and I believe in my innate ability to find a way. And I just want to, I've, I've realized that I've always been able to find a way. Um, whenever something goes wrong, I always find a way and I want to start believing in that more so that I can hopefully manifest it more. And then maybe we don't have to find a way. Maybe we find a way before things go wrong. <laughs> So, yeah, that's my, my manifestation is just uh, that I consistently work on my goals and that I always find a way. Okay. Yeah. I loved it. Thank you. And you can go ahead and uh, give your high blessings for today or the week. Cool beans. So, I did a uh, manifestation that I have on my computer, like, front screen and also, like, it's one that I post a lot now. It says, I am free. I am whole. I am a manifestation of God. I am love. I am righteous. I live abundantly. I am peace. I create art. I impact. I build. So, for me, this manifestation is I kind of, like, a dreamy person I'm a creative person so I'll tend to have a lot going on at one time and like I said to be more intentional about how I move along throughout my journey and not letting it get materialistic also working in like <laughs> um in a purpose like a solid thing mm -hmm. and just have it being, and I feel like I'm rambling right now, but like, no, yeah, but I get like, you. Yeah. Like your purpose, like you said, your purpose and, and, and knowing this is right and yeah, you're doing like, right. Concrete yeah. This season of my life. So whereas I'm usually like, Oh, you know, more, I hate to say for lack of better words, like coming out of a system of being materialistic about it, but just knowing innately that you live abundantly anyway. So whatever you want is going to come to you. You don't have to focus on the thing in itself. You feel me? Like being more, um, more, I get what you're saying now. Like believe, like you said, believing that this is what's going to happen. And so I don't have to force it to happen. I don't have to yeah. focus so hard on this because, you know, I manifest my destiny. Like, this is my, this is me. Like, I was watching TV Jakes earlier today, and he was just saying something about, you know, you don't become a queen, basically. He used the word king, but, you know, I'm a woman, so I'm going to say queen. 
you don't become a queen. You are a queen. Mm-hmm. It just is what the fuck it is. Mm-hmm. You know, like we not doing that. And I like to listen. Like I'm not um, particularly religious. I was raised Baptist, but I like the way he speaks and I like what he has to say. Mm-hmm. Like I respect what he's putting out there. Mm-hmm. You know. That that believe seems to be the theme this week. Believe. Yes. yes I love that yes. so much. That that feels good. I feel very warm and uh inspired. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um that's wonderful. So let's um while we're feeling inspired and believing, I think this is the f- perfect time to Start talking about setting intentions and being intentional and manifesting um, our destiny uh, with cannabis, like as always. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, so, you know, like we were talking about, you know, the beginning of the new year, a lot of people will use this time to set their resolutions, set their new year's goals. How do they want this year to be? better than the next year um or better than the last year so that's what we're gonna talk about and get high and i'm sitting here and i think i need another hit so although the more i I talk it sounds like i don't but we're gonna do it anyway so (laughs) it's fine i'm down (laughs) cheers again are you supposed to cheers Cause isn't it like bad luck to cheers with an empty glass? I don't know. That's something I have to look into. So like, I wonder if it's bad luck to cheers with like a half smoking joint or blunt. I don't know. Well, I still got a little bit going. Yeah, I'd say this is more than half, so we're good. We're fine. It's fine. <laughs> so, what's your favorite method? This is just random. Uh, of no, I think we said that already. Okay, no, scratch this one. What's your favorite, like, sativa, indica, CBD? How, what, what do you go towards? Okay. Um. Well, I'm a heavy, I consider myself a heavy hitter. So I smoke out here what we call loud. So I'm more of an indica kind of girl. Mm-hmm. Saying that, um, I need to feel it in my body. Right? You know, mm-hmm. I've. In addition to the fact I've had, like, bodily injuries over time that have caused me, you know, getting, having, like, C-sections or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, it helps. With like, the pain like, relief. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, but that's my favorite. Yeah. I normally stick to sativas just because indicas, they do. They relax my body and they make me really tired. And if I could be a professional sleeper, I would. So... <laughs> I can sleep on my own without cannabis. So we don't need to add more sleepiness to that. I need something that's going to get my ass out of the bed. So I normally stick to more sativas and hybrids. Um, But I also found that once I started smoking more sativas and hybrids, then it was a little bit harder for me to sleep at night. Um, Because I I smoke all day long, like through the whole day. (laughs) So I'll do indicas like late at night. But I can get an indica eighth and it'll last me months. Because I only use it when I can't go to sleep. Yeah, I feel you. Yeah. I don't know. I like I like to ensemble too, though, because you know dealing with herbs. Like I like to use a lot of kava root, um, valerian root too. 
And um, those are pretty good to go in tandem with that. Like if you drink a tea, so it's easy for me to microdose. Mm-hmm. Um, like you say, when I smoke sativa, I run through sativa like <laughs> nobody's fucking business. It's sad. I be like, <laughs> right? Well, Damn, it's going realize, already. Yeah, my <laughs> medicine calls for something else. My medicine calls for a little something a little bit stronger. Yeah. You know, and then like I said, I ensemble that with like teas, different herbs that do provide those effects. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of easing you through the day, so like you can microdose. You know, I take a blend or a wrap or whatever, and I'll break it into almost like three portions. Like I'm hitting it like medicine. Mm-hmm. Breakfast, lunch, dinner. Right. Like little hit, little hit, little hit. <laughs> yeah, that's why I normally roll uh one in the morning before I start work, and that'll probably last me throughout the day. Like I'll go back to it when I need to throughout the day, and then when I get off work, I normally roll another one. And that'll most of the time last me through the night unless I'm really tired, then I'll do like an indica. But I have a little, I keep a little tube uh, from one of the other joints I buy and that's where I keep my indica one. And so I'll roll it, but I'll I'll be hitting that for like a week. So it's nice to be able to like, like you said, once I became more intentional and like paid more attention to what it was that I was smoking and for what reason, it was a lot easier to get a better experience. Yeah. Yeah. So when you say, and this is so off topic, but it's fine. Um, <laughs> when you say you um, mix in like the other valerian root and, and kava root, is it in the tea or are you, do you do smoke blends too? I have smoked it with the kava root. I've mixed it with kava root before, but I've also done the tea. I have to say, I kind of prefer the tea or mm-hmm. putting it in, you know, like while your water. Mm-hmm. I prefer the tea though. Was because it, it was a really bitter. Yeah, the tea was good. I did uh, like a honey mixture with it. The when you smoked I, it, was it bitter? Oh, smoked it, my bad. Um, yeah, it was kind of like it gave me like a heaviness in the head mm-hmm. that I didn't like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I um I had bought a few different smoke blends, um before, and I've tried like mixing those with my cannabis and stuff, and like seeing. And it wasn't, I didn't hate it, but it definitely altered the feeling that I got. And, like, when I had tried them, it was, like, the very beginning of, like, me on this cannabis journey and finding out what works for me. And so it felt, like, too much to figure that out and figure the cannabis part out. So I was like, okay, let me pause on this. And then maybe now I'll start to, like, go back and see if I can really see the differences now that I have a little bit more knowledge, know my body better. Um, but it'd be really interesting to see because it does definitely change the cannabis effect that it has. Um, and I'm not saying in a bad way. Well, I didn't. There was a couple times it was not a good way. But yeah. for the most <laughs> part, it was in a better way, actually. It, it um, heightened the effects for me. So that was always nice. Yeah. Um, so far off topic. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, but that's why I love having these, these, uh, smoke sessions, because you never know what the fuck you're going to yeah. be talking about. Um. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you, and you may have already kind of answered this, but do you usually set intentions in the new year, or even like, you know, I know your new year starts more in, in March, so even during that time, is that, do you set your intentions, um, and goals at that time? Yeah. 
Um, yes, yeah, so like I used to be I love a good planner and a notebook. So I'm always like planning something. So like I'm on time for studying in the new year usually. Now as I've like expanded my learning and like I said, kind of realize that certain things occur in seasons as opposed to the Gregorian calendar. I hope I'm saying that right. <laughs> like now I'm like, all right, I need to be moving intentionally with my planning and my setting my intentions. So I've birthed this baby, like you said, a thousand times already, you know, so I'm just kind of like moving into things now. I think it's different as you get older, mm-hmm. as you expand yourself. Mm-hmm. And when you know, when you've kind of already built that, that routine into your life, like maybe not... Um, at the top of every year or something like that. But you said, like you said, at the top of the season, your body, your mind knows like, hey, I need to take a second to, to figure out life so that we can plan for the upcoming month. Um, mm-hmm. Once you get used to that, I think it becomes a lot more automatic. And it also yeah. becomes a lot more essential just because it makes it, like if you were to take that part of your life out now after doing it for however long, like imagine how much harder it would be to like deal with life. So the more that you do the practice, um, the more important it becomes. And that for me, for me at least, that just helps me uh, stick with something or, or be consistent is I know that eventually this will become easier and more necessary. So let's just do it now. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Um, so do you think there is any difference between setting um, New Year's resolutions, setting intentions, setting goals, or are these really all the same words, different words for the same process? Um, now, I think it's difference between intentions and goals. Because um, like, I like to look up words. And when I looked up intention, it, to me, meant something totally different than to have an actual goal for something. I feel like the goal is more or less the process, mm-hmm. whereas the intention is the thought behind the process, you know, like, um, even still active, but requiring some thought. But when you get to the goal portion of the thing, it's like, okay, step one equals to step two, and step three, and step four. You know, I, I don't know. No, yeah, I, that makes sense to me. That makes sense to me. Like the goal is, like you said, the process, the steps to get where you're trying to go. But the intention is like really the, your mind and your mindset and getting, is it, you know, mindset usually is the hardest part. Mm-hmm. It takes 21 days, like they say, to break a habit. My therapist know? told me. What is it? Yesterday? She's like, yeah, you know how people say it takes 21 days? She's like, well, I was talking to this other therapist, and they, we both, they did some research. Somebody somewhere said it actually takes 66 days to build a habit, like, consistently. And I'm like, that's a whole extra 45 days. Like, a whole other month and a half. Yeah, that's a lot. But I do this thing often where I do, like, when I get ready to detox and go to a season, I do, like, 40 days, 40 nights of, like, deep cleaning. Um, I feel like that was enough for the ancestors. That was enough for me. Now, I do know some people, you know, they imply different things based 
on their culture, you know, mm-hmm. how they fast or move to doing certain things. Mm-hmm. But for me, I'm going to do the 40 day, 40 night. I don't know. It worked. Like, I feel like little that's, time, too much. I feel like that's a happy medium. 21, 66, 40. We're good. Yeah. Everybody, everybody happy, right? Yeah. <laughs> or would you think? Yeah. <laughs> um, so why do you feel intention setting and intentional living in general is so important to you and your life? Because I feel like while we are here to have an experience, we do also have a purpose. So when I get intentional, which that's what that means to do it on purpose, I know I want to do it for lack of better words, the right purpose, you know? So that's what it kind of means to me. Yeah. I just, for me, I just think if you never know what's going to happen, right? So you never know. We're here for a limited amount of time, period. There's no getting around that. So why not make whatever that limited amount of time as most joyful, as most impactful, as most um, purposeful, all of those you know words as possible. And yeah. if I'm going to do that, like I'm a very logical person. Like every like for me, most things are like the step one, step two, step three, step four. Um, so intentional living is something that I've kind of had to adjust to and I researched and because that's not how my brain works. Um, but I was able to make it under, I was able to understand it better when I thought like, if I'm going to be so logical about these things, why wouldn't I be logical and intentional about, about how I get my joy? Does that make sense? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And To do that, I have to figure out what makes me happy. I have to figure out what I want to do and do those things to get to the joy that I'm looking for. So mm-hmm. the best way to do that is by being intentional in the things that I do. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I just think it's just you're just going to get so much more out of life when you put thought and dedication behind what you're doing. Yes. Yep, I feel that like the purpose of the thing is what creates the intention. Right. For me. Right. Oh, that's so amazing. That's, I feel ready to go do a bunch of stuff. Like and be, yeah. <laughs> and like, okay, what can we get done now? Because I, we got all the intentions to do it. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, I'm ready. Was that if you seen the SpongeBob episode where he's just like, well, like there's 50 million episodes I'm sure with him running around, but he's just like, I'm ready, I'm ready, I'm ready. That's yeah. what I feel like right now. He's about it. SpongeBob, <laughs> he's consistent. Jesus. Most of the time, I feel he is consistently annoying, but yeah. consistent is the main word there. <laughs> consistent, like wow. When he gets on a thought process. Like trying to do something, he's like, <laughs> "Yes, that's it. Yeah. That's that. Like we gonna get this, and even if it don't make no damn sense, uh-huh. we're exactly. gonna do it." Uh, the dedication. Um. So. <laughs> <Deep>. <laughs> 
So what um what is your intention setting process look like? I know you said that you you do the forty days and forty nights. So how does that is that the beginning of your your intention setting process, the end, or what does the whole thing look like? Um, that's the beginning. That's when I feel like I cycle through and I figure out what doesn't work. Like I said, I'm in the process where I birthed this baby like fifty different ways. So now I feel like my like home stretch of being um, all the way what I'm supposed to be doing without diverting. So yeah, I'm kind of like, okay, this is the tweaking season, the mm-hmm. the hibernation season, and then we come back out with whatever you know moves in that moment. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. do you like um, do you like sit down with like a notebook and pen? Or and write out, you know, what you're doing. Get your, hopefully, get your blunt. You know, put like you said, put on some good music, and and figure out just like what what do I want my life to look like over the next 365 days. Yes, I do. I write my list. I have this content planner I got from this lady. Her name's Kat Gaston, but it helps you like plan your content. And then I have, like, a regular planner for, like, you know, just day-to-day or just regular stuff. Um, but it kind of, it just helps me stay organized. I have, like, a whole little process, like, notes, research, then moving into putting it where it needs to go and planning it out, assessing, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> what do you, um, what are those questions that you ask yourself? You said you, like... Uh, tweak you this is the tweaking season so what are those things that you're trying to figure out to move you forward like me personally mm-hmm. or just like yeah I've, well no I'll say this plan it goes hand in hand I was gonna say business or personal but it's not even just business at this point it is personal for me I believe you get to a point in your career or your journey, because I don't even want to say career, in your journey where it's personal, it, it starts to be, okay, I want to be a better person for myself. All of it works in tandem, just like holistic medicine, you know? You got to get your mind right, your body right, yourself right. So I go in moments of that way now, mm-hmm. you know? Like, all of this works together. If I'm going to do this, I got to do this. If I'm going to have a legacy for my children this is how i'm gonna move Uh, none of it works separately for me anymore yeah that's the life of an entrepreneur like it is business is personal uh, sometimes because this is my livelihood (laughs) like (laughs) yeah this personal to me um so i think i think for me um this was the first year that i feel i really made intention and like set intentions instead of setting goals or resolutions. And so I just kind of sat down with myself and said, okay, what what is the overall picture that I want? Like what's the end goal? If if everything was perfect, you know, as or as close to perfect as it could be, what would that look like? And then from there, how do I get there? And then those those things of how do I get there, like what would get me there, that's what I intend to do. Those are the things that I intend to work on. Um, mm-hmm. 
I don't know if that's right. I don't know if there's a way, a right way to set intentions either, but that's how I understood the assignment. So. No, no. I feel like it's like some people are visual learners. Some people, that's what we learn, you know, they're visual learners. They're do active learners. So I think it applies the same way with your intentions. Is your learning style, your intentional style is unique, basically what mm-hmm. I'm trying to say. Picking you. You know, you can't do it away. You can pick up skills and thought processes and think pieces along the way, but at the end of the day, it's really about how you go through the process. Right, what works for you. And it did. It did work for me. Um, So that made me very happy. Um, So I want to switch gears a little bit, just a tiny bit, um, and talk about manifestation. Because I know for me, this was actually something that was, was and still is a little hard for me to kind of wrap my mind around. And again, I think it's because I have such a logical mind that it, it's hard for me to just let some, or just believe sometimes in something. Because I'm like, my brain is telling me like, okay, but one plus one don't equal three, so me believing that is not going to make it true, you know? And that's how my brain works. But that's why I wanted to really talk a little bit more about manifestation and what that means to you, how you practice manifestation and what it does for you, kind of. Yeah. Um, Well, for me, manifestation is more or less like I dream about it like get it in my mind, get it in my spirit, and then I put it down in physical form, like paper, I draw it, I doodle it, I start to make those. Like I'm always this type of person, like once I write something down, that's it for Mm -hmm. me. Um, As far as a goal, it might shift a little bit, it might go certain, you know, we might tweak some here and there, but the goal itself, the intention itself remains the same. Um, I think over time I developed like more, um, like I said, a purpose about it. It became less about um, the money, so to speak, and more so about the experience or the thing in itself. Mm-hmm. You know, providing that resource and then providing that experience. Like, what do you intend to do with this gift? You know, and accepting the fact that I was going to live abundantly regardless you know Mm -hmm. like regardless I'm gonna be here so there's no need for me to be here like stressing making these manifestations that are totally materialistic you know Mm -hmm. you have to dig deeper like start from the core I was watching Sarah like teach you how to pray you know and that's what I kind of like manifestation you're bringing your you're praying you're talking to God but all that works in tandem you know, mm-hmm. and when you get ready to manifest, it's like, okay, what's really real? You know, what are you doing this for? Mm-hmm. And so you, you, like you said, you dream about it, you write it down, and then you just make it happen. Or you, mm-hmm. you believe that it's going to happen and you make it happen. Yeah, like once I write it down, that's it because I learned that if it comes to me, I deserve it, I can do it. Mm-hmm. Now, how I go about doing it is the thing, you know. But as far as if I say I can touch it, I do. I love that. The 
um, if it comes to me, I can do it. I feel like that's a very strong statement because I know there's a, my brain is always working. Like I'm always, yes. <laughs> always working. And I don't know that I've ever kind of, it seems like such a simple thing, right? If it comes to me, then I'm meant to do it. But I don't know that I've ever really kind of thought of it in that way. And it just, it's a nice way to frame it. I appreciate yeah. that statement very much. Yeah. Um, so how does cannabis, play a part in your intention setting and your manifestation and your spirituality just believing yeah it helps me like I say align myself um I'm good I'm more chill you know my mind is relaxed I'm able to approach things from a more level-headed space um not moving in survival mode, you know, kind of just chill. So that allows me the chance to be like, okay, why am I doing this? What's the logical way I'm going to do this, you know, to get to what I'm, where I'm going type deal. Yeah. I love that you said it takes you out of that survival mode because I, especially uh, black people, but especially black women, I feel like we are, always in survival mode and um a lot of the times not a lot of the times but the the one of the things that i really wanted to focus on about being intentional about cannabis was like i I, there's going to be times where i just want to be high just to be high like my intention is just to be high and there's nothing wrong with that because that's me turning off that survival mode for a minute that's yeah. me just relaxing and saying, okay, I can breathe for just a second, inhale yeah. deeply, and, and feel better. It's going to come to you, what you should do, how you should mm-hmm. do it. Those are, like, when you're quiet, those are the moments when you, you know, are listening to God, like, or your spirit, your inner self. You know, we, that's what we, to me, that's what we manifest from, you know, mm-hmm. like, what is true, what is real. It because that's the only thing that's gonna work. Yes, I believe you it. You know, it is. I believe it, and I agree. Yeah. <laughs> um. So basically, get you a notebook, get you a piece of paper, get your laptop, get a recorder. If you just want to sit and talk to yourself in the middle of a room with a blunt, a pipe, or any other edible you know however you want to consume your cannabis and just focus on what you want out of life and how you're going to get there and what is meant what is your meant to be yeah yeah i love that i think that's a, a great way to spend any part of the year um but you know especially the top of the year that's when a lot of people want, you know, are resetting and things like that. So yep. I love it so much. If you look at it in terms of like the seasons or the times of year that we do those things and you kind of think about it. Okay, so you're a farmer, but you're just a different kind of farmer. That's all. Mm-hmm. You know, you got something that you got to baby and nurture and then you put it out there into action, you know, and then you just blaze forward like I think it works with the seasons yeah you, know? you are the farmer of your own life yes 
That should be the <laughs> that should be the the new slogan for farmers only. Yeah. I'm gonna submit You're it to him. <laughs> you are the farmer, or maybe he's the farmer. No, we don't want him to be the farmer of your life. I don't like that. Yeah. We're going back. We're going back to you are the farmer of your own life. <laughs> think about it it all works in tandem and a lot of people don't think like that they just go go gadget and for a long time I was like that like my business was the pretty hustler you know I did makeup and stuff like that and I had to be like I'm intentionally setting a point here mm-hmm. where I'm saying I'm gonna go 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 and I just was like no I'm supposed to be doing this but doing this in a different type of way so let's just shift you know mm-hmm. why i'm supposed to be doing this and being a little bit more intentional with that mm-hmm. i think that again like um a lot especially black women have that superwoman complex and so we're trained to be the go 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 you have to be out there all the time doing something getting something mm-hmm. or else you ain't shit and i think if if we valued more of that peace, peaceful time and time to reflect and time to really think and be intentional and plot those steps, I think that we would be able to recognize um, things a lot sooner. Because I don't want to say we'll be able to avoid things because there's certain things that you can't, you just can't avoid in life. Like you can't avoid pain in life. Everyone is going to feel pain. But you can you can make sure that you're uh, better prepared to yeah. to deal with it. If you take the time to really just sit back and reflect and think things through. Uh-huh. Still got to be superwoman, but she need a break too. Yeah, for real. You would definitely need a break. At this point in my life, I believe in and love a good nap. I'm <laughs> not going to deny myself a nap. You know what I'm saying? Like Now when I get up, I am like about, okay, so you didn't take your nap, so now you know you got to do what you got to do. But when it when it moves and waves for me to rest, I'm gonna do it because if you don't, you're you're hurting yourself in the long run anyway because you're making decisions are for survival mode. And when you make decisions off survival mode, it always ends up in some bullshit. Yes. Every single time. Yes. You can you can bet your left tit. That it's going to result in some bullshit. You're going to yeah. be like, hey. Girl, I'd be willing to bet right and left, okay? it is That is what's going to happen. Okay. So you may as well take the time, relax, take a moment. Like I tell my daughters, I was like, breathe. Like, count to ten, you know. Because, girl, you don't think about that. Yeah. Because, <laughs> you know? I mean... And even taking the, t- the time to stop and think is uh, to relax, to breathe, is not always going to mean it still don't end in bullshit. It still may end in bullshit, but you're going to have a lot clearer mind to deal yeah. with oh. and process that bullshit than if you were just go, 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 go all the time and your brain doesn't even, your brain and your emotions, your body don't even have time to sit and process whatever the bullshit is. Yes, I definitely believe that. I'm a glass half full type of girl. Mm-hmm. So I'm always like, like you said, you might go through valleys, but at the same time, it's like, okay, what can I learn here? Where can mm-hmm. I refine here? Um, that's going to make this heal better, shit, make this even a bigger plateau than the first, you know? 
like you'll have those moments at any level but at the same token like you said how do you get through that how do you maneuver through that thing right to the back back (laughs) get back to that uh next mountain peak like you said there's always valleys but how do i get to the next mountain peak yeah for sure Mm -hmm. um and i believe intentional living is the way that you get to that next next peak is what I want to say accepting but um, dealing with whatever it is that is happening processing it um, and then being intentional about how you come out on the other side of it mm-hmm. um so how do you keep yourself on track throughout the year or throughout the the season and and like I lost it <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> Completely lost it. <laughs> um. Okay. Yes. <laughs> how do you make? Uh, how do you keep yourself on track throughout the year, throughout the season? Um, and how do you make sure that you're always making it a, a priority? Um, so yeah, I have, I'm a tech girl. I was born in the era of like when people were downloading shit on LimeWire, MySpace. Yes. So yeah, girl, I, so I said all that to say, I'm like, oh, beat the machine of being off grid. But at the same time, I use my products. Like I go from uh, writing it down to then putting it in my computer and my phone. My intentions are, I mean, my affirmations throughout the day come to me and reminders on my phone. Um, oh, that's cool. Do you have, like, an app for that? No, I mean, I just use notes on... Um, oh, you mean, like, when you think of them, you write them down? Uh-huh, I think ah. of it, I write it down, then I put it in my phone, the notes app in your Apple phone, mm-hmm. and or whatever you should have some type of reminder and those affirmations like come to me on schedule like throughout the day oh Um, that is so cool and then um my computers are synced so if even if i'm on my laptop working the affirmation still comes through like or if i have the goal of always have the goal of drinking more water that's always the goal so that comes through and it just reminds you click complete but it kind of holds you accountable, if you ask me. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's like you got 50 reminders that you didn't answer. You're like, dang. Right. <laughs> I love the idea of the reminders, like, for the notes. Because that's something, like, that just pops up as you go throughout the day. Um, I think my mom has an app that sends her affirmations throughout the day. Yeah. I think she was telling me about that. And I was like, that's I- so cool because... It's like you said, it's that reminder to stop and, and care for yourself for a minute. Mm-hmm. Just pops up. Like, you know, we're busy women, we're working, parents, you know, uh, in school, whatever. So, like, you be on your phone all the time. So, why not, like, push that through? And, like I said, my devices just make it so much easier to make that a reality for me. So, it just holds me accountable. Right. For real. Yeah, it's so 2022. Kind of the the there's definitely an app for everything. So, 
I and I'm a perpetual like writer of lists, <laughs> like from my phone <laughs> to my notebook, girl. So, <laughs> no, and I basically I let myself know like check your content cal. I like try to break it down like check your content calendar. Okay, go check this. Go read this, and as you're reading through those things, you see your notes, you see things and goals you've written out, your intentions. You check in your calendar. You know what you're supposed to do. Yes, that is. <coughs> hey, I've been Man. trying to be like polite. I'm like, okay. I, don't really like <laughs> I cough so much it's ridiculous, but it's fine because I'll just edit this out. <laughs> Oh my gosh, because I, (laughs) my brother gets so mad. He talks about me all the time. He's like, you cough so much. Like, shut up. He's like, I got baby lungs. Don't, don't be mean to me. And technically, I I got asthma, so I really shouldn't be smoking anyways. (laughs) (laughs) No, but I like, I don't know. I kind of, just, they say I smoke mine like a cigarette. So I feel like through inhalation smoke eventually it's in me right. i don't need to be assaulting my lungs for it i forget who it was <laughs> but someone told me that like just um holding the smoke in your mouth for like 10 seconds it's getting into your your bloodstream like you really don't yeah. have to inhale yes yeah, your cheeks and, mm-hmm. and underneath your tongue yeah i didn't know that i was like Ooh. but then also i i don't think i really be paying attention when I'm smoking. That's probably why it costs so much because I be hitting it too hard. So I don't. I just accept it. <laughs> Am I high when I'm done? That's all I care about. Yeah. No, for real. I'm high and then like easing off the high. So like I'll eat different things like mangoes or whatever. Um, just like fruity snacks. That should be. Eases you off really nicely. Like a sweet thing is good, but girl, have you ever had some freaking like grapefruit with like raw honey or the mangoes? Really, girl, in the midst of a a vibe, if you will, man, that should taste miraculous. Mango and honey and grapefruit and honey. I don't know. I love mango. I love grapefruit. I love honey. But I've never tried them with honey. Like drizzle it like freaking like salad dressing or whatever. Salad dressing. (laughs) (laughs) For real. That's how I have to look at it. Because I've like put it together. I was like, okay, girl, you're going to have to get a snack that is not bad for you like mm-hmm. you know my thing is skin more over than anything and you know to have skin good skin you gotta have good good health mm-hmm. so here you are you know you gotta find ways to kind of tangle with that so anyway i was like all right i gotta let go of the sugar <laughs> yeah i know i'm sitting here like it's time to cut out all the fast foods and all the sugar and stuff and switch to fruit I'm still not, I'm not happy about it yet, but I feel it will get better. Girl, it helps you think so much better, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? It helps you process information better. Um, and then I find a lot of times, like you said, when you want to stop smoking, but you don't want to go to sleep, sometimes what aids that alone is us eating things like heavy items, you feel mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So if you 
compare that with mango, which helps intensify your high and mellow you down in a way. Like I said, I love a good ensemble. So it takes you down and it holds it without you just like crashing, crashing. and being like, oh, I gotta go to sleep. You yeah. Know? Um, do you mind sharing some of your intentions for this season, this year, however you want to define? Um, yes, no problem. Uh, let's see. So I put in here, recognizing I'm whole on my own, learning better boundaries. Um, basically, once I master these things, I believe that I'll be able to fulfill my purpose of strengthening my family and growing my community. I intend to be like an asset, so to speak. I feel like that's my role in society. That's my purpose. I intend to provide like resources and education. And when I say strong, I mean um, strong in all things, body, mind, and spirit. And in a short, I intend to do this through my business and my art. I love making content and just creating things. I've always been an artist, so like I said, um, I listen to a lot of TDJT, one of the speakers that I generally listen to, um, because he, he speaks to the black, like the business owner. Mm-hmm. He speaks to the entrepreneur, like the creator. So anyway, that's why I kind of relate to his speaking. But he was just saying, you know, you could be a blessing in more than one way. So by providing certain things and just being me, like that's what I feel like I do. That's how I do that. Um, so that's that's my intention for the year. <laughs> I be myself. <laughs> I love that. I love um, be myself always. Like, it's, it's it's so simple, but it can, it can be hard sometimes, especially in the world that we live in now where everything is Instagram, Facebook, famous, then, you know, perfect. Um, sometimes it is really hard to be yourself. So I think that's such a, a amazing thing to, to focus on. And then I love the part where you said to be an asset to be of use to others and, and positive use to others. I think that's extremely important. And um, building community is everything. And I think building community um, with each other is the way that we're going to get to where we want to go to, like as a, as a community of black people. I think the way we get there is by building each other up and being assets to each other. Um, so I love that so freaking much. Yes. Thank yes. you. Yes. Um, so I'm going to share some of my intentions for this next year. <coughs> so um, I intend to make health, wealth, joy, and adventure the main focuses of my year those are the four things that I'm focusing on over the next year and I feel like if I if I do what I need to do in those and focusing on those areas then I will be where I want to be at the end of the year regardless of anything else um so I tend to put myself first and be selfish but in a healthy way um (laughs) I intend to build my community any way I can um, I intend to be a blessing where I can, but not to the detriment of myself. Because I have a tendency to uh, overextend myself to be helpful. And then I'm the one who's like left out empty. And I know that's yeah. not 
the most healthiest thing. So making that balance. <clears throat> um, I intend to be mindful and intentional with whenever possible, but still balancing the, the here and now and being present in the moment. Because again, I also am in my head a lot. And so I'll think of every way something can go wrong instead of just kind of living it. And if it goes wrong, we figure it out. Um, and then I intend to heal and move forward. So those are the things that I feel like if I can really focus on doing these, really making these six intentions the, the forefront of my year, I'll be very happy with whatever December 31st looks like. Yeah, that felt good. It felt, when I wrote them out, it felt very... Felt like I had a roadmap. Yeah. If that makes sense. And again, I know we're both yeah. very much like write it down, you know, make a list and logical step by step kind of people. Um, but I hope that, you know, there are some people out there that either don't think like our brains do or do think like our brains do and that will find that kind of step-by-step process of what we do helpful to them in whatever way, shape, or form. So even yeah. if they just get one little nugget of wisdom, inspiration, or whatever out of this, I think yeah. that would be successful. Yeah. yeah. For sure. This has been amazing. So, so I want to do two things before we head out. Um, one, okay. of course, we have to have the random ass question. And two, I want to talk about your brand a little bit, um, Kush Dispensary and Pretty Kush. Um, so first, let's talk about your brands. Um, nope, change my mind. First, <laughs> let's do the random ass question. So I have a list of just random ass questions that I think of at random points in my life. Um... And they're numbered four through 20. And you pick a number and I'll ask you that question. Okay. Um, 11. Um, so random ass question number 11. What would be your porn star name? Queen Kush. Queen Kush? Yeah. Yes. Mama Kush. Mama Kush. She She said, we're going to keep it on brand. But you know what? I like this because sex and cannabis do go together. It is a thing. (laughs) So Queen Kush or Mama Kush. um, I randomly came up with this name. I don't know how long ago. And that's what inspired this question. Um, so the name that I would probably use would be Kennedy Kegels. Ooh. Right? Kennedy Kegels. Right? I know. Yeah. Catchy. It's, it's great. Catchy. <laughs> Catchy. I literally have another one. I just cannot think of it right now. Oh, my gosh. I don't know what made me think of it. Wait, for real. It's, it's cute, though. Right? I was like, when I thought of it, I was like, that's great. I should write it down. <laughs> Shit. It might come in one day. You never know with this climate. Look, <laughs> I have to start an OnlyFans, man. 
because we're running out of money. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, God, men are disgusting. Oh, exactly. <laughs> I was talking to my cousin, and I was like, yeah, we need to, like, I kind of want to start dating again. But one, COVID. Two, yeah. men, the dating pool is just, ridiculous like it has way more than just pee in it there's pee there's poop there's some diarrhea there's algae growing in the corner like it's all messed up it ain't even blue no more the water is not even blue it's mad it's so extra like uh it's mud a guy messaged me i was like he's like are so are you he's like so aggressive with it like i don't know what's wrong with guys these days he's like are you dating single or what i was like oh hello it's pretty cool too but anyway i was just like i'm chilling basically i'm you you're meeting me where i'm at at this point right i not the time I, i don't have the time to deal with bullshit like I don't have the time the energy nor the patience so unless there's some type of real actual attempt and even then I'm gonna be a little hesitant at first because you know history but not that I would like completely shut down every single you know potential but there has to be potential and right now there's no potential anywhere it's, it's quite sad. Potential at all. No. And the potential is it's very short. Yeah. It's minute at this point because at this point, a lot of men, like high value men, as I would say, you know, and I mean that in all facets, they are more about certain things. They're looking for women to have certain things. And most men are transactional creatures. Like an old woman told me once, men are lovers of themselves. And it's very true. And so retrospect, you know, like women are from Mars or whatever. Women, Venus, women from Mars. That little statement mm-hmm. is true. And as a women, a lot of times when we're younger, we're, I feel like we don't accept that. Mm-hmm. We kind of feel like, oh, it's supposed to be like this. But once you accept and maneuver mm-hmm. the thing, it's easier. But like, like I said, it depends on what you want out of the game. You know what I'm saying? Do you want a high value? high vibrational or do you want low vibrational energy right. you know where you in that journey with dating and like you said the pool is shitty because even if they are high value materialistic they're fucked up mentally and financially you feel me like the mental is all, like I need you to have mental health down like I need to have you have like not no baggage because everybody has baggage but I need you to have control of your baggage and know yes. your baggage. Know your triggers. Yes. Bro. Like, <laughs> because I just, I just, I don't have the time. I. Like, be real. <laughs> be real, be honest with yourself. Mm-hmm. And, you know, um, just be real. Know your triggers. And, like you said, know how to maneuver it. Like, if you're sitting in your shit and you're just sitting in it, then what's the point? Right, I can't know? do nothing nothing with you, for you, none of that. Nothing from nothing breathes nothing, nigga. So and I ain't got time for it. <laughs> Don't have yeah. the time. You know, they say I can be bad by myself. You mm-hmm. gotta be bringing something to the table. But you know, there's this thing that says black women, um, once we reach a certain point, it's very hard for us to date. 
because our standards are like sky high. Your sense of worth, so to speak, right. what you're willing to compromise on becomes minute. Right, and that's what I've I've never um, I never like like how people frame that because I don't think it's that it's it's that our standards are high. I think it's just that the yeah. you're used to bottom barrel niggas. So like it, when you say you don't want that anymore, that cuts out a lot. Like a oh, lot. Wow. And so no, my standards aren't high. My standards are normal. You just don't meet those standards. Yeah. Like you don't even sure. come close. And your friends don't even come close to meeting those standards. So you can't even fathom that there are people who can meet these standards. Yeah. And they'll meet you where you're at. You'll align perfectly. You'll be moving in the right socioeconomic um, circle. You'll be doing the same things. Mm -hmm. You'll have like interests because you're out there in the fucking wild being your true highest self, mm-hmm. you know, that's, I'm looking at it like you're developing into that person. Yep. That I you're agree. supposed to be the highest self. So now you're meeting high value men, high vibrational men, vibrational men. I agree with you. I also don't know how we got here again. But I, I love this, right? Because I, I, again, I'm, I feel like I've found a kindred spirit. <laughs> like, like finally. Oh, we were talking about the movie or porn star name. Oh yeah, how do we get there from <laughs> from the porn star name to ancient men? That sounds about right. Yay! <laughs> that is hilarious. So. Before we go, I want to talk a little bit about your businesses, um, Kush Dispensary and Pretty Kush. Give us a little quick rundown on, on your brands there. Um, So my brand is Pretty Kush and Kush Dispensary, which is a natural handmade herbal dispensary. Um. I Kush Dispensary came along basically when I was trying to develop like a sense of a marketplace. I always wanted uh, people that look like me to have a space to shop safely and to do that and get their herbs and get what they needed um, beauty-wise. And then it just kind of became like a lifestyle thing. Like, dang, it's, this is more than just skincare. Like, my kids start wanting to get involved, you know. So that's kind of how it pushed itself into more of a marketplace and approaching it holistically. Like you said, you saw um, sage and different herbs and whatnot in addition to And that's just because I think as a woman, it all works together. You can't have one without the other. Mm -hmm. And oftentimes a lot of my clients, I find that they're looking for things. So I'm like, okay, all in one place. Mm-hmm. And what, with what I do best, like um, aesthetics, that's my background. So it's like, okay, let me put that skill to use with something that applies to my family and my day-to-day life, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, it's really about being having good natural beauty products, um, intentional things, authentic. Um, a lot of our culture has been washed out. So I want to bring that to the forefront, you know, of, okay, you can have a bit of luxury, so to speak, by having a crafted or an artisan product, you know, Mm -hmm. 
something that's handmade custom for you. Um, things made in small batches. I always tell myself I have no intention of like going big. I would, if I had my moment, I wouldn't sell out. I would make more exclusive tiny places, you know. Right. So that's how I feel about my brand because that keeps it real for me. Um, but yeah, I I love what I do. I'm an artist, so to speak. I love satisfying my clients, you know, my customers. It makes me happy when they say, oh, it works, you know, so it goes further than a sale for me. Um, but yeah, girl, I plan on doing this till the wheels fall off, you know? <laughs> I love it. <laughs> and she ain't ready to sing. No, no time soon. No time soon. No. So, no, no. um, when I was looking at your website, I, I saw a few things that piqued my interest. I just want to call them out, uh, in no particular order. Uh, I saw the sage sticks, the smudge sticks, I mean, um, which like, like you said, for me out here is... It's not hard to find. I just don't know where to find it. So it was like just something my eyes went straight to. Like, oh, hey, those are there. I now know where to go get them. Um, but I saw the oils, this the oil, uh, face oil. Yeah. And hair oil. And um, the teas were really interesting to me because I'm a huge tea person. I've been sitting here drinking my hibiscus tea all episode. And... Um, I love it. So I think that our listeners out there should definitely check out the website, um, kushdispensary.com. And then tell me about Kush Dispensary. Like, do you sell actual flour? And then how does that work in Alabama? Okay. So, yes, I do sell actual flour. As far as how it goes, I have a online business, so to speak. So a lot of the laws that apply or business regulations that apply in trade and commerce don't really apply to me because I'm an online retailer. Now, I do sell um, because of the Farm Act, the Farm Bill Act of 2018, which makes it legal to sell the hemp CBD on your site and basically, you know, around. It's available in stores um, here, so you can do that. Now, we can use, there's been the emergence of, like, Delta 8, Mm -hmm. which I've started to dabble in because I feel like, you know, like I said, I like to ensemble. So I'll have the Delta 8, which provides those psychoactive effects, and I'll put it with something like some valerian root, which is what I want to make available. You know, my purpose is to provide it if you don't want to do it, but also give you the supplies to do it if you feel the need to, you know, on Mm -hmm. your own. I want to teach you how. You know, they say that's the true essence of the healer, basically teaching you how to survive on your own at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. And that's what I look to do in my business is with the website. You know, just trying to build community and get resources and products that you can use. I feel better. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. I think, um, like you said, the, the marketplace thing is something that is just not there's no place you can go for us and just easily readily find these type of things. So I think us building those places is an amazing thing. And I wish you all of the absolute success. Um, and we're definitely going to stay in touch because this vibe right now is just amazing. And, um, I love that. So 
I want to give the people's uh, your your contact information so that they can give you their money, buy things from you, um, shout you out on the grams, on the twitters, on the oh you don't it's not twitters it's just the grams and Pinterest Pinterest that was the other one, um, yeah. so go ahead and give them your contact info. Yeah, and I just want to say thank you so much and for having me. I appreciate it so much, you know, the outlet and the chance to basically speak my truth, what I want to see come into existence, and, you know, just to have a little session with you. So I thank you so much, and I wish your business the best, too. Thank you. Yeah, I this has been so much fun. I had, like, an amazing time, <laughs> and we... I, yes, this is exactly the type of conversation that was the dream of all of this. So, yeah, it's been a good time. Um, I love it. But, yeah, people can find me on Instagram. Um, I just plug, like, the business stuff, basically. Mm -hmm. I mean, I have other links. So if you look for me other places, then, okay, that's cool, too. But I'll talk... Um, shop at Kush Dispensary that's for Instagram and also Pretty Kush Beauty uh, one just focuses more on like the products that the dispensary offers and the other page is more about beauty tips and you know DIYs and different information that you can get also the same thing on Pinterest so our Pinterest is at Pretty Kush and then of course you have the website which is kushdispensary.com so you can rebuild community there we have message boards um, it's all the blog. Yeah. 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 The blog. So you just have different resources that you can get. Um, like I said, an attention to show you guys, um, what you can do. Like, like I said, you can learn about me for sure, but this is just basically me wanting to say, you know, this is how you can make your life better through these outlets. Yeah. With <laughs> cannabis. I love yeah, it. Yeah. And cannabis for sure. I love this so much. I've had so much fun. You are a absolutely beautiful soul. So um, we are going to head out. You guys can follow us at Bluntly Black Girls on IG and Bluntly BLK Girls on Twitter. Don't forget to comment, rate, subscribe, and talk to us. Let us know what you thought of the episode. If you have any questions from Raji, see how I got to write this in? Um, <laughs> then please feel free to hit me up, hit her up. We love to interact with you guys. Both of us love building community, so please don't be shy. And um, I think you should just go smoke a blunt, drink some water, and basically fuck what anybody got to say about being a bluntly black girl. Bye. GMO City, they making fake corn. I couldn't believe it. I was like, why would you want to give me fake corn? It's mm -mm. the one fucking thing that doesn't digest. <laughs> and now you got to make it even worse. Yeah, Our bodies like, already said no. And now you're going to make it worse. Like, please give me plastic. <laughs> and